Welcome back or welcome to Kids Eat Toast Sometimes. That's very thoughtful of you. We never welcome people. Yeah. Or do we? I think we do. No, I think we do it every show. <laughs> every week. <laughs> every week we do. But no, I think you welcome new people for the first time. Yes. No, I think you welcome old people as well. You know, uh, thanks for returning. Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, unless those old people are from the Catholic Church. Okay. Well, too early for that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, we are doing another audio-only episode, which is heartbreaking. Sometimes life will kick you in the dick. And sometimes the city of Cape Town will switch your electricity off. That's true. And keep on switching. Uh, yeah, so I've got no <laughs> electricity at my apartment. For like the last how long? Like 36 hours now or something like that? I know. We first thought it was load shedding and we went, ah, the usual. But and like... <laughs> it never came back. <laughs> After two and a half hours, you're like, yeah, they're taking a long time to switch the power back No, on. you can hear your neighbor watching series. Da, 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 da. You're like, what the fuck? How's he? Does this guy have a generator? But no, the city of Cape Town then told me that I owe them 30,000 rand. Fuck off. Honestly. Well, <laughs> please come back and switch our lights back on. <laughs> Don't no, fuck off. And they didn't even send a letter that they were... The day no warning or anything. We got a warning. No, no. We got the warning letter a day after the electricity had been switched off. For reals? You guys yeah. got it like this morning? So, no, no power. Crazy. Apparently, I owe them 30,000 rand. This might coincide with them listening to me about my theories on taxes. But no, we've paid all the bills. And Cape Town um, tap water. That is trying to kill you people. If you're still drinking it, I'll see you at your funerals. Yeah, so that is why we're not in the studio, because we'd be pretty much filming in complete darkness. So it's just not a possibility. But I like these audio-only podcasts. We get to be a bit, a bit get wild. A bit vault, get wild on the mic. Can wear our PJs. Can I'm dressed I'm, for the podcast. Crazy girl. I'm fully dressed. This is how I would appear... On your television screens. Sam's actually in a suit with a tie. He's looking very dapper. I feel severely underdressed. I don't know why we... It's not even a fun lie, this. I was like, <laughs> what are the stakes of... I mean, everyone does, does Zoom calls in their undies with holes in them. <laughs> half erect, half awake, and half paid. As you should be, you your marketing manager. You guys are useless. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, should we do a quick weekend catch-up? What did we get up to this weekend? I just watched and was involved in sports. It's not too exciting. I love it, though. Saturdays are for sports. And that's just how it should be. That's how God wanted it to be. And, mm -hmm. and I think it should be like that for the rest yeah. of human civilization. 100%. I took part in my first race, which was lots of fun. I did the, I did the versus sock party, which was not a party, but it was fun. No, the running has replaced the church. The church, <laughs> first it was the church, then yoga. Now it is running. There are just these weird sex clubs and sex parties waiting to happen. You know, everyone <laughs> socializes there over this false reason. Oh, we're running. Oh, and then all those endorphins just <laughs> pulsing through each other's body. Chloe had men dancing on her, and that's fine. I said, that's completely <laughs> you fine. Have to tell it I'm going context. to Mavericks, <laughs> yeah. and I don't want any trouble. Because I'm supporting a local industry, not just getting groped for free. <laughs> you have to tell the context of it, but it wasn't exactly like that. But. What, so you guys ran a little race. It was a bit longer than you anticipated. Ooh. <laughs> and then you had people grind up on you. No, not for me. <laughs> it was part of the prize giving. Okay, but anyways, that was lots of fun. And Mavericks is part of the show. <laughs> so I don't want to hear anything from you. 
<laughs> okay, we can move on from that. I know. I thought you were going to take take the time to justify. I oh. mean, all people might start running to get the opportunity oh, to uh, okay. grind up on you. <laughs> Basically, it was just part of the. You could win a Garmin um, Series Four, whatever it's called, watch. Um, but to win it, you had to dance. So they split the guys and the girls up, and then when the guys were dancing, I was in the front row. And then, as part of one of their routines, were you the only girl there? No. Oh, so okay. I find that in, <laughs> I, I find that increasingly and, interesting. And this guy just grabbed my hand and dragged me up onto the dance stage, and then he was like spinning me around. I had he like literally just dragged me up there. Obviously, you guys can't see us, but Chloe is grinning from ear to ear. This is not some <laughs> terrifying experience. She looks back on it with fondness. I mean, even though she's looking back on it a, a couple of days um, <laughs> later. But no, no. No, no, it was fun. I've got a whole pass now, so fly no. into the Kets DMs. Stop. If you want to grind up on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if you want to make a bid on the beautiful Kets mug that Sam made at the, the Clay Kets Cafe. The Kets mug. <laughs> so far, Nick has got the best, um, he's got the best offer. A ho-hook pie and coffee combo. Delicious. How truly. It, truly delicious. But my question is, how will you stop that boy from getting soggy? Do we have to go to Ho-Hook? To I thought it was it? implied that he takes us to Ho-Hook. Oh, fun. That's why I liked Lots it. A weekend fun. in Hamanas with Nick. <laughs> You've Thank you, made Nick. something. Nice. That mug will... We can bring the mug two to three weeks, provided it also doesn't um, explode in, yeah. the, in the kiln or whatever they call that oh oven. God. Just yeah. call it an oven, okay? <laughs> Not in Germany. Or, where does that come from, kiln? I don't know. Sam was like, he'd already done one coat of his painting at Clay Cafe. And then one of the women who worked there was like, okay, so I'm just going to give you guys the demo. Um, that's not how you should be painting it. It might blow up in the kiln. <laughs> yeah, so that woman like, was well, an idiot. It's a bit late. Okay, but how can you give instructions? That's like you know reading a parenting book after you have a child. I mean, I think most parents do that. It's from Latin kiln, from the Latin culina, culina. meaning kitchen or cooking stove. Oh. The more you know. The more you know, the less you know. So your mind is likely to explode and ruin everyone else's at Clay Cafe, who was there <laughs> in the weekend. You but made fear a not. Apparently they give you. <laughs> apparently they give you a Chloe. No need to get <laughs> political. Apparently they give you a, a refund if your creation explodes. They do, so you can come back and make it again. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would hate to do that. But it's a solid business model. Yeah. I hate Clay Cafe. No, I hate to say it. No, it was lots of fun. No? I enjoyed it. Well, I mean, I have my opinions. <laughs> true, true. So, Sam, can you give us an overview, perhaps? Of, of what you're talking about of what today. We're to- what oh. are we going to cover? Give us, give us a little soup song. It's the usual sprint. It's chaotic. It's mad. It's epileptic at times. We go from monkey pox to tenders and corruption. Mm-hmm. We chat a bit about Cora Delevingne and how she's lost her fucking mind. <laughs> ESCOM comes through again, not in the literal sense that they provide electricity, but they come through in the episode and we, <laughs> we chat about them. And, you know, it's the usual overrated, underrated that you, you love. We've got a bit of Boris Johnson-related news, something about cannabis, something about Taylor Swift. I mean, th- there's a little bit of something mm. for everyone. My mouth is watering. That could be either on the onset of or the mention of Taylor Swift or the cannabis. Chloe was once highly addicted to the Mary Jane. 
that's absolutely not true. I think we've spoken about Why? this before. Not your crippling addiction to weed. Uh, but when people, you can tell if people use weed or not. Use weed. Just just by the way they talk about it. Like you can, oh, yeah. I clearly don't. You just show us use weed. <laughs> use weed. But there are chats about it being, or, you know, amendments to the, the yeah. sort of decriminalization bill in South Africa, which is quite interesting. What, where does it stand now? Because I think that you were, you're allowed to grow your own weed, like you're allowed to have it for personal all, use. Or private and personal use and then religious reasons, whatever that is. Oh, I need to see God. Well, <laughs> smoke some weed. And make medical reasons. Medical reasons, pain, all that sort whatever. of stuff. But My um, dog has cannabis treats. She loves them. I think the amendment – sorry, I just powered through your – it's your okay. 420 hound. Um, but no, it, it has provis provisions that include um, people who previously received a criminal record for uh. cannabis possession, which is good because that's just ridiculous. Like imagine, you know, be it's like one day you murder someone, now you go to jail, and then two days later, murder is legal. What's going on here, guys? I, I don't know. I think that's a good thing that you could be released. No, I agree. Yeah? No, I, I, I see what you mean. The murder was a terrible <laughs> comparison. It's like, well, even if you weren't allowed to murder anymore, I feel like they shouldn't be released. No, of course. I was but, just saying in terms of yeah. crime and like if it, one thing is yeah. just if now like white people are profiting from cannabis and cannabis businesses all over the world, you know, like, mm. you know, you've got to... Historically, black community now in jail for yeah, cannabis. That, that makes yeah, no sense. That's what I was going to say. I think it's a disproportionate amount of black or colored people have been arrested for smoking cannabis just yeah. because of Or black. dealing the ganj. <laughs> dealing it up. You can tell Sam's never smoked it. Dealing the ganj. Speak for yourself. I used to be an expert. Not really. But I, you I, did dabble. I dabbled, and yeah. I realized it's not for me. Bit of a control freak. Yeah. Don't really like it. I like. I'm quite A type, actually. I know. Mm. I, on this podcast, I come off as blasé and chilled and oh, cool, and not a worry in the world. <laughs> I have many worries. Um, so the the you know, the paranoia or the just like um, laziness that comes with weed is, is just never really appealed to me. That's. You you saying like I just need to be in control. I feel like that's something that like every person with an A type personality says. They're like, yeah, I just don't really like to get drunk or smoke weed. You know, I just really have to be in control. I love being drunk. I just I for the to, record, <laughs> I just have to be in control of myself. I've never I've never tried weed. I'm too, in your too life? scared. In my life, we've spoken about this on the podcast. How about took? Absolutely not. Okay. It's on the bucket list for me. No. Just do it out of a light bulb. What? No. No. Um. I, could, I could potentially get down with Tuck. No, Samuel. In your later years. No. Why? To be that years uncle. years off your life. Well, they only like a couple remaining. To be that remaining. uncle, the uncle that no one wants to spend time with. I don't know. He always That's, causes um, a ruckus. The Tuck or Bunkle. <laughs> Let me tell you about my podcast, kids. <laughs> yeah, so that's very interesting. So you've never felt inclined to try it or, just, you know? I mean, I think naturally, like, I'm curious, but I don't think that I'd have a good experience because I'm very scared that I'm going to have a bad reaction. Mm, similar to me and threesomes. <laughs> naturally no. curious, but also scared that people are going to have a bad reaction. Have a bad reaction. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you know uh, that's actually so Sam and I were busy with like we spoke with about our threesomes. <laughs> no, 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 no. When did I'm I, just hold did on. I fall asleep during this? I'm getting some. Yes. So Sam and I are busy watching Nine Nine, and what's the, the actor who plays Charles Boyle? What's his name? Joe Latruglio. Some Italian. But, but he was talking about how they apply prosthetic penises, which is actually very interesting because, like, I always thought that maybe they tucked your penis away. Between your legs. Yeah, between your legs. That's and always then, a good trick. And then they put on a new penis. But actually, they put the prosthetic penis on top of your actual penis, mm. which I just, that's wild. It must be very intimate. It must be. Imagine what happens if you get erect, like while it's being applied. Or do you think you have to? I don't think you know how penises work. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't. It depends who was applying the prosthetic. If it's like some hairy film industry guy that looks like me, well, you'd be full on. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's what a what a a mess, Chloe. What what a mess. It's we we got to finish with the cannabis. We got to get you away from all these dick stories that you want to chat about. Okay. Um. It's interesting that Kasatu, yeah, you know the trade union, mm-hmm. is pushing for it because historic pushing for prosthetic penises. No, <laughs> that would be the more white side of the trade union. But the, the trade, um, the uh, Kasatu are like, yeah, come on, let's let's get this cannabis law through. Which oh, yeah. I feel, you know, as a trade union, directly opposes what you're supposed to do and work because <laughs> probably you never find good workers on cannabis. Yeah, that's true. Unless maybe it will create jobs with cannabis plantations. Well, you've got me there. Yeah. I was trying to do a dumb joke and then you, you came with facts. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that, that was true. I was going to, you know, Bob Marley, not known yeah. for his work ethic, yeah. more uh, known for his, you know, prosthetic penis. I don't know what we're doing here anymore. <laughs> Usually it takes us at least 25 minutes to fall apart completely. I know. We've done it in 10. Do you know? Do you know what I think would be interesting to see, like where big weed plantations develop? Because in the states, there's a place called Humboldt County, and it's part they call it the Emerald Triangle because it's where lots of weed is grown in the states. Mm. But there's a lot of crime and like gang violence, kind of that goes along there. Like so many people go missing, they're murdered, especially a lot of women. Um, and when I was in the states, I was meant to go camping there. And everyone was like, absolutely not, just keep driving. Yeah. Because so many people, and especially... The Triangle. The Emerald Triangle, guys, look it up. I think that there's actually a documentary on Netflix about it. It's crazy. But imagine something like that happening here in South Africa. Like, I've we've already got enough of, issues. Have you, have you heard of the Cape Flats? <laughs> Same, got enough issues. Like, where these, imagine if these, like, plantations... Imagine there was, like, crazy crime stop. in South Africa. That would be the last straw. Uh, that would really, uh, that would really push us over the edge. <laughs> That's enough um, like a, emerald triangling I for mean, you. Like, what if the emerald triangle is like set up in like Stellenbosch? It'd be crazy. Don't try segue to to things that are just too tough and too charged to talk about. Okay, shall we talk about monkeypox? Let's do it. What should is monkeypox? Should we talk about? It's the first I've heard of this. <laughs> is this something fun or not fun? Um, a fun name, not fun to have, I guess. Okay. It's kind of like chicken pox. Ugh, not fun. Not fun. But these are monkey pox. So I think that they sort of originate from monkeys, somehow got passed them to humans. It's been around for a couple years, but now it's starting to spread, which is What why. is it? It's basically like a form of chicken pox. Oh, so it's not bad. Like it's not, no, yeah. If why are we talking about it then? Because people are starting to freak out that it's going to become like another epidemic sort of thing. 
Oh my. Not that a life-threatening epidemic, but it seems to be spreading faster than it ever has. And turning into a pandemic. <gasps> but maybe not. It's always existed. This is how I listened. This is how I first heard about coronavirus when you know those idiots on the radio are talking. Oh, it's in China. And you're like, <laughs> and they're like, bah, 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 ha, ha. here comes your traffic update at five. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and this is literally how we were giggling about monkeypox was how they giggled about Corona. So yeah, I mean, it, I'm terrified. At, at least it's not life threatening. Bring back lockdown. <laughs> how do you know it's not life threatening? Because I looked it up. I don't know. You seem less trustworthy than Fauci and Mkhiza put together. I mean, I probably am. But guys, just for your own sake, do not look up photos of monkeypox. Just letting you know. Or monkey porn. Yeah, just that, putting it out there. Yeah, just just, <laughs> just putting it out there. Google Images always shows you the absolute worst photos. Yeah. Or just any any sickness you type into or any symptoms you type into Google. Yeah, I mean, you could have, I've got a headache, brain aneurysm, <laughs> scratchy foot. <laughs> Chlamydia. <laughs> I'm going to clear my browsing history. No, it's uh, it's too much. Oh God! Oh, you sent me some of these photos. They're terrifying. Good heavens. Mm, mm -mm, that's not good. Christy. But chicken pox, monkey pox. Mm. Did you have chicken pox as a kid? I've actually never had chicken pox. Oh, that's bad. I know. Because when you get it as an adult, Apparently an adult. How do I, how am I speaking? I've got as an, an adult. adult. As, when you get it as an older person. That's yeah. terrifying, I hear. Yeah, I hear, I know. My mom always used to send me to kids' houses who had chicken pox, so I could get it like over and That is the most your mom thing I've ever heard in my life. Yo mama. Yo mama so crazy, she sent you to other kids' houses with chicken pox. Wow. <laughs> got him. No, but, for, but for real though, but I, I never got it. My sisters also never had it. Maybe you're too immune to get it. Maybe. I well, yeah. that's not how immunity works. My dad got it when he was an adult, and he said it was absolute hell. Have He's, you had it? Apparently. And then I actually, then there was an outbreak at this children's home that we used to help out at school and do volunteer work. And I phoned my mom and I asked her, have I had chicken pox? Because there was a yeah. chicken pox outbreak yeah. at the moment. And she said, yes, you have. And I was relieved because now... Yeah. I could spend my Friday doing things I wanted and not helping the forlorn and sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a, I mean, I'm being half serious. We all know that community service, mm. you know. And apparently you can get it twice. No, so. thank you. No, uh, they, we did <laughs> good work there. Yeah. Sax Interact Club. I feel itchy all of a sudden. It's like when someone mentions lice and you're like, now that you mention it. Now that you mention <laughs> it. It does itchy. feel a bit itchy. Speaking of things that give you the itch. Not really. Thing, things that irritate you. Okay. Corruption. Corruption. Corruption's back and it's back bigger than Nothing ever. Nothing makes me feel itchy like corruption. Exactly. Just want to scratch my armpits. What if you've got a corrupt crotch? That's a nice way of saying someone cheats on their partner. He had a corrupt crotch. <laughs> you know, if you're listening and taking notes, I'd, I'd write that one down and highlight it. A corrupt crotch. <laughs> if someone tried... Stay tuned for more golden nuggets. <laughs> Oh Sounds like a cool TV show, The Corrupt Crutch. I don't know. I mean, okay. <laughs> but yeah, the South African National Roads Agency. So 18 billion rands worth of tenders have just been cancelled. See. I mean, again, no one dropped the N-word or 
touched a child, but where does this 18... Cancelled. Yeah, 18 billion rand. Can, where, where does this money go, Chloe? Where does it come from as well? Where does <laughs> it come from? Money. Where does it go? Does Co- corruption, go? Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I think it was cancelled basically because they discovered corruption going on. Okay. And that's why it was like, eh, this money's not being dealt with responsibly. Yeah, like, half of it's been stolen. Going to cut our losses. <laughs> you just cancel Nothing's it. been done. Half's been taken. See you guys for season three. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Have you have you ever heard of the term tender entrepreneurs? Ten tenderpreneurs. Tenderpreneur. T- tenderpreneurs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I have. <laughs> I live in South Africa. Is it the first you've come across? Yeah. Actually, I was yeah. like, entrepreneurs wow. that um, you know, try to get tenders. Yeah. It's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's so clever. Yeah. The problem with tenders is they're not, you know, in theory, they're quite a good idea. The, the best bid will get the job. Mm-hmm. Um, no, tasty. your best friend will get the job, uh, especially if you're in um, in Durban. Yeah. Bring back KZN hates is what I say. No. No, I know. No. And then I, I actually, I'm watching the Between Two Sides. No, that's not what it's called. Two phones. No, I know that. That's why I'm uh, two sides. There are two sides. Uh, it's about the uh, it's Springboks and yes. the British and Irish Lions. Yeah, you're telling me. And at, in the second episode, or, and also in the first episode, they show the rioting and the looting mm-hmm. that happened in South Africa. And I was like... How did I just delete that from my memory? Because, mm. I, I mean, I remember it happened. And, but then you see the images and you're like, no ways. That's not South Africa. Mm. Very scary time. Yeah. Some people died. Yeah. And in very Businesses. unaccounted ways. Yeah. Yeah. What a mess. Yeah. And it was violent. Yeah. I think we did talk about this like a couple episodes ago that a list had been released of the people who'd been found responsible. Oh, yes, yeah. we did, but yeah. nothing's come of it, really. Mm. But yeah, so transport minister and local re, um, local idiots, <laughs> local, local idiot Fakile Mbalula, yeah, he's he's cracking down on all things. Well, he's actually cracking down on nothing. He's one of my least favorite politicians by like a long way. Why? I think he was called like the, the minister of Razzmatazz or uh, something at one stage. Mm. Self-given name, from what I believe. He's an idiot. He And he pretends like he's this big genius. He's basically just everything that's wrong with the ANC. Ish. True. 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 And I he, feel depressed now. Yeah, it's sometimes what happens when we do these podcasts. Just lying on the bedroom floor, crying. <laughs> crying. <laughs> no, he's like the John Stianazen of the ANC. I think that's a good way of looking at him. Mm. Bit of a fool. And speaking of fools, Cara Delevingne, oh be crazy, God. Chloe. Yo, guys, if you haven't watched it, pause us quickly and go watch it. Mm, or don't. Or Stick don't. with us. Stick with us. <laughs> okay. Stick with us till the end. So just look up Cara Delevingne, Megan The Stallion, Billboard Awards. It is so bad. So people are thinking that she was strung out on cocaine, probably. Strung out on cocaine. Strung out. That's another nice sentence. Write that one down. <laughs> Right next to the corrupt crotch. Yes. <laughs> so people think that she was Uncle Kane because she was acting all sorts of crazy, like sticking her tongue out, like almost like she wanted to lick people. She was like doing this like weird whispering thing. She you know was... that crazy ass kid that comes to the party and he's like eight years old, he's just running around doing weird things. That's, That's Cara, Cara Delevingne. Yeah. But honestly, like it's really embarrassing. It's 
oh, it's bad. And like, it's not even the first time she's done this. Like, she did, I think it was like a couple of weeks ago, whatever, Azalea Banks was performing and she's like busy like licking her leg. I mean, it's like, girl. <laughs> a leg worth licking, some would say. <laughs> yeah. But yo, I, it, that must be like a big thing about being a celebrity. It's just like everything's recorded. And in the next day, when you've got that good, good hangover, anxiety. Anxiety? Anxiety. Anxiety. I like that. Is, that. is that a term? It is, yeah. Okay, the anxiety from being hang, hungover. Yeah. And what you've maybe done the night yeah. before that you... I, and it's literally been recorded. It's not just like, oh, you know, do you remember when you were doing that last night? You're like, wow, I don't, you know. But this time it's like, here's the footage, girl. <laughs> I think I think anxiety is bad enough, even if it isn't recorded, because it lives on in people's memories. That's I true. have had many a dark Sunday mm. or even a Monday mm. just mm. when you're riddled with anxiety. Rug rats. Like, what have you done the night before? Then you see a voice note from an acquaintance and you're like, oh, fuck. And you open <laughs> that voice note, six minutes. Oh, here we go. Hey, Sam, so excited for brunch today. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> I was not a good person. <laughs> but yeah, no, anxiety is... I'm just going to power <laughs> yeah, through yeah, that. You yeah. brought it up. I mean, if you're going no. to swing swing and finish the job, you can't just do these half-hearted things. But <laughs> no. I'll remember this and I'll end you on the podcast next episode. No, I was That got a bit dark. Yeah. <laughs> I will end you on the podcast next. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so apparently alcohol can actually induce anxiety. Like, it's not even like it just like, oh, what did I do the night before? Like, you can actually just feel more anxious after a night out. And that's where anxiety comes from. Yeah. And it'll come for you. It will. Hopefully. Especially if you, especially if you Cara Delevingne. I don't know. Have you, have you ever in, experienced a, a terrible hangover, not, not, not knowing what you've done the night before? I I once woke up with like soaking wet pants Ooh. next to the bed. So I had no pants on and, it, and I was at my friend's house and I was like, oh my goodness, what happened? No one saw me go in the pool. And if I'd showered, I would have been wet completely all over. But it was just my pants. Like, but Did the, you wee yourself? No, <laughs> they were like absolutely like saturated in water. And nothing, there was no bad behavior, nefarious behavior? No, I went to bed at 10 o'clock. I wasn't even like, I was like, okay, guys, I'm going to bed early. And I went to go sleep in a bed. It sounds like you weed yourself. Yeah, I woke up with hella anxiety. I didn't, I smelt it. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but like, you can't like wee yourself and get every inch of your pants wet. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Speaking of lost inches. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> a zookeeper in Jamaica has lost his finger. He be finger popping the wrong lion's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, that's about it to the story. <laughs> we, that's all uh, you bye need bye. to know. Well, no, he wasn't sexually assaulting uh, um, a lion. Uh, he was just showing off to, to guests and it um, went real bad. Yeah, trying to provoke this this Liu, as we call him in South Africa, and it's a bit off his finger. But, I mean, like, I don't even know why he was surprised. Like, this I lion... Think he, well, he didn't have a finger anymore. Well, yes, but... I mean, he was poking this lion through a cage, you know. Yeah, that's true. Like he's on the other side, he's trying to provoke it so that it's like performs for the visitors. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, you bit my finger, but like you were sticking it in its How mouth. How could you? Like it's a wild animal. Wild animal. I mean, sorry about your finger, but also 
Mm. Maybe you shouldn't be going around poking lions. No, that's true. You make a point there, Chloe. I think that's another thing people need to write down. Mm. You've got three things to write Don't. down. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, you know, also like speaking of wild animals, Boris Johnson, Prime Minister of England. Speaking of party animals. Oh, oh there we go. That's the one. The party gate. So what? take us through party gate because some people will know what party gate is and some people won't. So, so what is party gate? Yeah. Um, it's not like a fun thing that you step through and you're like, woohoo, <laughs> now that I made it through the party gates, I'm in. No, it's like, you know how scandals are called like gate. So yeah, water gate. Like water gates, I don't know, whatever. Penis gate, inch gate, <laughs> wet pant gate. Stop, stop. <laughs> crotch corruption gate. Exactly, exactly. So. Road gate. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Okay, you're not done though. I am done. Okay, so basically, podcast gate. <laughs> so basically, party gate is um, surrounding well Boris Johnson and other sort of political figures. Um, obviously, there were rules put in place in the UK during lockdown. Lockdown like gate. <laughs> lock the to, gate. No, this I'm is a reminder to, if you haven't locked your gate to lock your gate. Do you want to explain? <laughs> no, I'm done. Sorry, I just wanted to do okay. one humorous interruption, okay. but I'm finished. Okay, there was. A, so they put restrictions in place, like you can't um, have a gathering with more than certain people, blah, blah, blah. But basically these prime ministers were partying during that time. So they made the rules and then they were actively breaking them, but there was no proof. And mm. it's sort of been like over the last few months, sort of things have unraveled, photos have come out, people have come forward saying that multiple parties did occur during the lockdown period. And recently, there have been photos that have come out of Boris, like quite literally. There's out of Boris? Yeah, literally both out of him. <laughs> he just shut the, oh, no, I can't, I can't stop <laughs> crapping photographic proof of me break, breaking lockdown laws. But it's basically him, like with a bunch of other people, there's lots of alcohol bottles all around. And we had a party. Out. It was very stressful. We had to have a party. Blue. <laughs> No, that was a terrible impression. Of it was Boris pretty Johnson. good. No, I thought it than sucked. I could have done. I thought but, it sucked. But yeah, <laughs> but the reason why this is also so bad is because he's then now lied to members of parliament about Partygate because he said that no parties happened, blah blah blah, and now there is photographic evidence which proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that he was partying. So now well, what happens? Well, you know. I know you guys expect boring takes from me, you know, just in line with society's values. I think that he should be allowed and all the other politicians, except for the South African ones, should have been allowed to party. Just remember what we were doing in lockdown. Mm. We were doing 5Ks in our houses. We were, you know, watching TikTok for the first time and getting blown away by its mixture of horny and well, quite frankly, funny content. Um, these guys were on the front line. I'm, my man Boris nearly died from COVID. Remember that? I do. And then they were like also making up bullshit rules. So if you, you know, you, you you're stressed out, you gotta you gotta no. partay. No. It, it came out the the. It was also and he came out on that big podcast. You know that entrepreneurial podcast. Mm -hmm. He cheated on his wife during lockdown. Boris. No, the minister of health or you know one of those. And who was also oh. very, um, he was a very, uh, not vocal, but, a, uh, well, he was vocal, but 
you know how Nkizi and Fauci, he was Great Britain's yeah. version of that, you yeah. know, like and the face of the pandemic yeah. response. And like a very like high morals. Yes. Yeah. Like well, this is what needs to happen. Uh, and then and you go and cheat on your wife. His whole defense is like, well, I fell in love. <laughs> if you can't believe in love, well, yeah, well, I my, don't know what to tell you. My crotch was corrupt. <laughs> there we ba 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 ba. Full circle. The crotch, you know, many yeah. many great people have had corrupt crotches over yeah. time. But yeah. yeah, no, of course, we are having a we're having a laugh. It's just so hypocritical, and I mean that's not a knock on any hippos in the wild. <laughs> They, it's it's just. Um, It's ridiculous. Yeah. All the people who create these laws cannot even follow them. So uh, yeah, hundred. It breaks my heart, and you yeah. know what is also breaking my heart. I got to get this off my chest, Chloe. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. Escom, and Escom. I know we chat about Escom, but you you want to know how much Andre the Rater and other top Escom officials are paid? Well, how if much? you didn't, I'll tell you. Okay. So this is an annual salary. Okay. So we get paid. He gets paid over, just over, seven million rand a year. Stop. And it has What? quite often, like the chief executive of Eskom, has quite often been labelled as the toughest job in South Africa. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Good luck. I'm um, yeah. uh, telling that to a mine worker who works for minimum wage. But anyway, I could quite literally be an incompetent clown for seven million rand a year. I do it for a lot less currently. <laughs> What's no. going on here? And how much how, is that sort of like parallel to what a lot of the other people so at the top So these are the non-executive directors. They get, um, well, I mean, they obviously do a lot less because they don't ex execute. That's why they're non-executive. No. <laughs> they <are>, it <laughs> ranges from anywhere between half a million and 1.5 million rand. And I'm not even sure what these people are doing, to be honest. But that's because I have no idea what these words mean. Mm -hmm. They could do, be doing God's work, you know pissing on the wet coals and then <laughs> trying to dry them. <laughs> What? <laughs> I uh, know. Sue. Oh, That's honestly. for the, all the Sue fans <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I don't know. I just get like quite down when I think about ESCOM. No, and this is, I think, the longest period of, of load shedding that, we've, that I can remember. Yeah, since I was a child. No, I agree. But what also just makes me sad about this whole scenario is that, you know, when you get people who are getting paid so much money, and it's not just Andre mm. and co. It's around the world, you know. Yeah. They get paid so much money. And yes, they qualified and they do X, Y, and Z. And I probably get paid disproportionately more than people that work a lot more strenuous jobs than me. It's just sad, you know, because you, you – we. You like you told when you're quite young the whole dream of you know if you work hard, you can make something of yourself. It's like mm -hmm. what you mean, like a, a domestic worker who works like three jobs and working hard. Where, mm. Where's her? Where's her success exactly. story? Jesus Christ! No, actually, when I don't take my antidepressants, <laughs> this podcast fucking sucks. <laughs> On this note, okay, I just have to say this real quick. I you know I joke about manifestation and whatever, but I think that there's something so wrong with people saying that. You know, if you can command the universe and manifest correctly, like you'll be rewarded with abundance and you'll get that dream job and whatever. And I think that that's just like it, it ties, I think, into that what you were just saying is. So are you saying that people 
like who live in townships or in poverty just aren't manifesting. Yeah, the only thing you'll get from manifesting is a weird boyfriend and (laughs) spending money on yoga classes. Stop sending me emails. I don't want to join your cult. Unless you do that hot yoga. What's that called? Ooh, Bik- Sex, baby. Oh, no, but that's also like... No, the hot yoga is lovely. Bikram was a... Oh, yeah, he was. But, yeah, you see, you know... <laughs> any cool thing in the world has been messed up by some creepy man. You can mm. quote me on that. <laughs> Says the creepy man. No, come <laughs> no, on, that's no. not true. Okay. Now... I want to talk about something, and I want to know if you think that this is unfair. Oh, we, we, okay. this is a big justice okay. episode. We're fighting yes. for the little guy. We are. Well, we sit in the southern suburbs, well-fed, <laughs> rich as hell. <laughs> no, that's, okay. I wish. Uh, yeah, we wish. Okay, <laughs> but so T-Swizzle, Tay-Tay, Taylor Swift, has gotten an honorary doctorate from um, a fine arts from New York University, NYU. NYU. So, so... An honorary, my goodness. Well, first, what's your take? And then we can get into the nitty gritty. Well, what's, what's, what's upsetting you? Oh, I think that it's so, she, not only has she never attended a like PhD or doctorate program, she's never even been to college. How Chloe, I don't get, think you know what an honorary <laughs> degree yes, is. Yes, but I'm saying it's not like she even, <laughs> Samuel, it's not, like, <laughs> it's not like she even got her master's. No, I know. But Do you know what I mean? And then got her doctorate. Like, she, she never studied anything. The, the whole point of these things is that there are two-way sort of thing. One for the university, because now Taylor Swift is attached to New York University. Yeah. And it is basically like saying you have done the real-life work that it would take. So here is a token of our appreciation. It's not like they gave me a degree for free and they were like no. they gave Taylor Swift someone who has excelled in the arts yes but had a fantastic career it's an honorary degree I think how, you're getting how can a degree I think be... you're just an exam season and you're stressed <laughs> know, and you're like I hey know, give I'm me like... an honorary one it's like well Chloe you didn't write shake it off <laughs> and neither do you perform in front of millions a year I, I understand that she has absolutely excelled in the music industry but I don't think that a degree should be equated as an award. It should be something that you earn, like through actually completing the program. But isn't an award something you earn after completing a certain set of requirements? There we go. Ooh, <laughs> no, no, no. Li- well, you are only Drop listening. Your, okay, Chloe has gone speak. bright red. It's a sign no, of defeat. No, I, I don't know. And then she says... I think I think I could agree with you. The concept of them is ridiculous and outdated. But I can also see why they exist. I can see why they exist. I just think that a doctorate shouldn't be something that should be treated like something like a Grammy. It should be something that you have to achieve I'd rather have a Grammy than a doctorate, TBH. I'd rather have a doctorate than a Grammy. I'm way further away from getting a Grammy than I am to getting my PhD, so... Sheesh! Okay. Okay, go off quick. (laughs) Okay. An intelligent man. <laughs> yeah, but okay. No, I mean, yeah, good for her, but also unfair, I think. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Unfair enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, obviously, the last thing we want to chat about today before we... How long have we been going today? Around 40 minutes. Almost 40 We've just minutes. got a sponsorship email. Manifest. <laughs> yeah. Guys, please. No, my sincere apologies for only responding now. Don't worry. We only emailed you three years ago. <laughs> 
<laughs> I checked the TikTok account. Cool content. What do you guys have in mind? Oh, money, 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 money. Let's hope that uh, that let's hope that uh, works out. Yeah. Oh God, I've, I made a couple of spelling errors in the email I sent. <laughs> no wonder they gave. They took a while to get Kind back. Kind regards, Samuel. <laughs> no, I spelled my name wrong. Small, <laughs> small homes. That's okay. what I call my little guy. And speaking of the little guy, we we're taking it to Trevor Noah. One of South Africa's finest. Yes. This is related to our question of the week. Oh, I forgot we still did that. <laughs> so, yes, Chloe, give it to me. What is the question of the week? The question of the week is, why do we say that someone is back on the market after a breakup? Okay. And, and what, how does this relate to Trevor Noah? So, I saw an article saying, Trevor Noah, back on the market after Minka Kelly breakup. Who's Minka Kelly? Let me Google I still don't know. But it's like, why do we say that? It it just seems like a bit of a weird thing to say also about someone you don't know. Holy shit. No, I need to look Minka Kelly is a flame. Trevor Noah dropped the ball big time there. I know he thinks he's the weekend, but... Oh, my goodness. Good heavens. She, so it looks like she was dating the guy who we were talking about last week. Oh, the guy showed his dick. Yeah. She's clearly got a type because it kind of looks like Trevor Noah, that guy. Yeah. No, she's beautiful. She's a flame. Wow. But because of Amber Heard, I have a natural distrust of her. No, <laughs> that's not the toilet. That's my bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's just, Honestly, the trailer trash, that is Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. That old trial. Moving on from that. Okay, so the question, why are you back on the market? What, do, what does that mean? You're available for purchase. My God, it's terrifying. But, but also, thank goodness it said Trevor Noah back on the yeah, market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so also, my other question is, what's the wait time until you put yourself back on the market? Whenever you're ready. You know, what's the like day after, night of? It depends. There are always those shady people who break up with their significant other to literally, well, they break up with their person on Thursday and yeah. are, you know, out on the town on Friday or the Thursday evening. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? I That's not me. I've never <laughs> done that before. I had these a couple of days. Show some respect, <laughs> Chloe. Good heavens. Oh, no, my 18th. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, no, yeah. No, up, I mean, it's complicated. P people live young, complex young. lives. Yeah. You know, you never know the ins and outs of someone's relationship. <laughs> Back, but I agree with you. There, there are lots of phrases that you're like, where did, where did that really get accepted by society? And why have we stuck with it? I know. It's like... Also, it just seems like very inappropriate for a news like publishing service to be like, Trevor Noah is back up for sale, guys. You mm. know, you've got your chance. Whereas like Trevor Noah doesn't even know you exist. And yeah, I mean, but that's celebrity, that's celebrity culture. Yeah, I guess. Who Who's the hottest celebrity right now? Who's your hall pass? Who are you? Who would you get with? If I, I say this every time. Ryan Reynolds. Honestly, if Ryan Reynolds came into the room now. No, probably not. <laughs> I'd be like, no, thank you. <laughs> Too scary. <laughs> <laughs> Too scary. Yeah. I I honestly have to have an emotional connection with someone. Well, he'd cook that up in seconds. There'd be a rapport. <laughs> so Ryan Reynolds is that guy. I don't know. Yeah. We talk about this very often. We all know yours. Who? Do a peeper. Do a leaper. Yep. And many others. But that's besides the point. <laughs> Besides the point, irrelevant. <laughs> Come on, Clodog. It's about that time of the show where we, you hit me up for 
Some oh. overrated, underrated. And now I'm gonna I'm gonna move into the full therapy position. I'm gonna close my eyes. I'm gonna make sure that I'm okay. lying down just so that Take I can get your pillow situated. Honestly, I love my this. My eyes are closed. <laughs> now I feel like I can be as wild as possible. Okay. <laughs> overrated, underrated, Chloe. Okay. Let's go. Overrated, underrated, the city of Cape Town. This municipality. Oh my god, the municipality can suck one. They are how can you just charge hi, where's the thirty thousand rand? I paid you all that money already. Now you switch off the electricity. <laughs> no, and and this is what they do to the white community. You can only imagine how bad it is with this racist <laughs> government. Chloe, don't laugh. It takes away the gravitas of the the situation. No, I'm busy filming you. <laughs> you look so funny. <laughs> Underrated being filmed like this. Yeah, it's liberating. Okay. Overrated or underrated manifestation? Manifestation is the most overrated thing in the world. What a load of horse. That's how I feel. <laughs> I'd like to manifest. No, no, I say. <laughs> no, it's just like, you know, have goals, put them on the wall. Yeah, I'm, I'm manifesting. Actually, underrated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about it. I, I think I manifest quite a lot. <laughs> But without saying manifest, so I'm going to have to say it's underrated. Okay. Um, overrated or underrated, Sevens Rugby. Seven? Where, where the hell did that come from? We didn't even speak about we Sevens. Did. We did. You saying watching sports. Oh, okay. I see. Sevens Rugby is underrated. Honestly, if I had any better sort of physical attributes and I didn't used to have epilepsy, that would be the sport. You travel the world, you're in fantastic condition. Mm. Oh. Sevens. And it's great to watch. All right. Okay. And then last one, overrated or underrated, getting back on the market. Getting back on the market is overrated. Stay single, short kings, and just listen to Andrew Tate, Jordan Peterson, and Pornhub. You'll be <laughs> fine. Why? What, what more? <laughs> oh, what a, what, a, what a trio of depression those three would be. Um, but no... I don't know. I, I do think there is value in being single, especially after you've been in a relationship. Mm, but then again, don't battle your demons alone. Rather, ruin <laughs> someone else's life as they fight them for you. <laughs> and that's it. That's the show, that's guys. The show. We've just imparted so much wisdom. Wow. Chloe, Corrupt Chloe. crutches and all. I think there was no wisdom, but hopefully some entertainment, some company, yeah. and some good times. I'm going to manifest that we close these two sponsorship deals this week. Um, for obvious reasons, I'm very bad at selling kits. People are like, what's the show about? Oh, train wreck. Train wreck, yeah. <laughs> but we love that you love the train wreck. wreck. <laughs> we love that you love the train wreck. We love you, Kets fans. And not fans, come on. Family. <laughs> <laughs> what an end. What an end to the show. Um, so, yeah, we'll hopefully have electricity next week. We'll be back with you visually. But till then, bye. Bye. Oh, I hated my bye. Hold on. Bye. Much better. <laughs> bye. Bye.